Welcome, everyone, to the second episode of the Zoomer podcast. I am yeah, Eric, and today we got with us the boys. We got Glenn. Yo, yo. We got Ryan. What's up, yo? We got John. Yo. And last but definitely not least, we got Alvin. And not the chipmunk. <laughs> All right. Is this Mike Register? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Yep. Anyways, today's topic is going to be pretty spicy. And I think it's something that we can all relate to. And nice. that is knowing more than one language. Oh! Yep. So I don't know about you guys, but for the past like two or three days or something, I've been addicted to watching these polyglots on YouTube. And for those of you who don't know what a polyglot is, it's basically someone who can speak more than like two or three languages, right? So you, you, can, you know a lot of different languages. I think, I think they're like polygons. What? <laughs> polygons? <laughs> like, you know how polygons is more than four sides? So doesn't polyglot mean yeah, like... It's, it's like poly. Also, right? oh, Ryan, put your mic closer to your mic. Uh, put your poly mic. means four. You know what I mean? Oh, does it? I have actually no clue. Does it not mean four? Poly doesn't mean four. It poly just means like a lot. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, it means more than one. You got it, man. Four. Well, anyways. Today... We're going to end here today, guys. <laughs> We're done. All right, fuck it. We're done. Um, okay. So do you guys know the YouTube channel, Jauma NYC? I think yes. we talked about it, him a little bit. Yes. So basically, what? for those of you who don't I, know, I do. it's this white guy in like New York City, pretty much. And he is like uber fluent in Chinese. Oh, I, I think I've seen that. He just goes he's around Chinatown. Too. Yeah, he's on TikTok as well. Yeah. I think he's big on Chinese TikTok, too. Doma, Doyuma. On Douyu, yeah, Douyu. Yeah, Douyu. Douyu is Chinese TikTok, yeah. And um, super famous on there. And there's, a, and also, there's also another uh, polyglot on YouTube that I follow. And his name is Lao Shu. Do you guys know who that is? I don't know who that guy is. I know the first guy. So Lao Shu uh, is this like, he's a, is a black American guy, right? And he knows like, literally think of any fucking language like around the whole world. And he probably knows at least some of it. And like this guy yeah, just walks. I, I think he's known for being like exquisitely good at Chinese. But um, anyways, like just watching these guys on YouTube has got me thinking like, damn, I should really brush up on my Korean skills because I am <laughs> Korean American. And also, should I learn a different fucking language? So what, what are you guys thoughts on that? Are, are you, you guys, fluent in Korean? Me? Yeah, I I would say I'm, fluent. I'm proficient. Um. But like I don't know grammar all that well, and like my grammar's kind of off, like it's kind of weird, and it's very uh, what's it called? Like I don't know a lot of vocabulary. Like my Korean is very much structured, so that I could speak with my family. So it's very like tailored to speaking with my own yeah, family. Yeah. Yeah. All of us here, like know some extent of Korean. It's not like we're like completely like like not exposed to korean at all you know what yeah. i mean like we all I know think... how to speak and we all know how to like we know we all know how like to like what like to expect in the korean language it's not like we know nothing but definitely like we i think we are better than most korean americans nowadays so yeah i i would i would agree with that because like all of our parents are pretty fucking bad at english so we can't really communicate them yeah it's not like, i mean yeah still don't know how to speak english too well so yeah, so exactly. Crazy. But they all understand English like very yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. They all yeah. understand it really well. But I mean, when I was, um, I think when I was like younger, like I never wanted to do. I I didn't want anything to do with like Korean culture. Well, me neither. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, to be honest, that with me it was that too. And I also didn't even know much. Like I thought some of the people that we know now that really don't care about Korean culture, I thought they knew so much because um one of our friends, his name's Jason, he. He used to like Girls' Generation. And in <laughs> elementary school, I didn't know who the hell Girls' Generation were. So then I was like, dude, this kid's so cultured. And then like now I don't really think he cares that much about, you know, Korean culture and K-pop and whatnot. I mean, back then, like I just wanted to fit in to like the white culture. So yeah, I always too. like I, I never really listened to K-pop or like these Korean dramas. I've always wanted to follow like basketball, you know, like like cool Jordans, Nike Elite socks, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like I yeah. didn't really care about Korean fashion, the language that much. But I think as I grew like older and older, definitely Korean culture was like a big part of my life because it helped me like connect with like my family members, my parents. You know, it's easy to communicate. And also Korean culture is kind of cool, you know, like. 
Yeah, it's fucking no, awesome, more, dude. Knowing more than one language is definitely really cool, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's obviously like us as a like so, like um as children of Asian immigrants, like it's not that special. But like to like the rest of the world, I think being bilingual or just knowing more than one language is like a very impressive skill to have. Mm-hmm. Let's put on your resume too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very does look good on your resume. And that's besides the point. Like, like just language in general, it's just like so hard to like learn. Like, Dude, I so still don't know well. how to speak proper. Korean. Like, yeah, we all took like what, like four or five years of Spanish, right? Or like Eric, you took French. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't know fucking anything. And like, yeah, and then bonjour. you still get, and then you still get the people that put. I know how to speak Spanish, everyone. Like, I, I like, yeah, even that, like, I feel like if we definitely gave time to learn Spanish during the five, four to five years that we learned it, we definitely could have been fluent. Honestly, you know? dude, I kind of regret um, not taking like language classes more seriously in middle school and high school. Cause like, think about if you were actually dedicated, like we would all be trilingual right now no mm-hmm. fucking problem mm-hmm. most likely and like people like who actually study language and like put the time and effort into it and like just keep on practicing it with other people who speak that language like you'll get so good so fast at that language like it's i i we definitely took it for granted I actually know back on it i kind of regret taking it yeah. or not taking i actually it. know a couple of people that actually have seals of biliteracy for spanish so like they like really took it seriously in high school so they could actually speak it pretty well. And they have like literal proof that they can speak Spanish too. Oh, it's pretty cool to me. I, yeah. I, like not even that too, but like, I think just like, like for me, I watch a lot of anime, right? So like a lot of anime and like, I honestly think I know more Japanese than Spanish. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so weird. Like it's yeah. like, that's where a lot of people say after watching j drama too. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, because like, you're so immersed with the culture, exactly. you watch like, it. So I'm not interested in Spanish up. culture more than I'm interested in Japanese and Korean culture. You know what I mean? Bro, so, like, I was addicted to K drama, and I still can't speak Korean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I but mean, you, you you can definitely say that you get better if you like dive yourself into yeah, the culture true. by yeah. watching its movies, watching yeah. its TV shows. Yeah. Like, for, there's like, no way you're not. I'm pretty sure if we had like a Japanese speaking like class in our high school, <laughs> I would have definitely wanted to learn like. Dude, me too, man. Itself, you know what I mean? Also, like, like I think so. Alvin and I both watched this uh, program on Netflix called Terrace House. And for those of you who don't know what it oh, is, yeah. it's basically like it's a Japanese dating show, but it's 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 like a reality show where like strangers live with each other, right? It's so fucking fun. You guys should watch it. Um, yeah. anyways, like watching that, um, and I think Alvin can vouch for me. Like you, un- like you like gains so much of a different perspective and like appreciation for a different culture. And like that just makes you want to learn the language as well. So like, would you say, would you say because of Terrace House, you have some sort of motivation to kind of really learn Japanese or, or uh, still maybe. just like, I, I literally after watching that show and I'm obviously like, I, I love me some anime as well, but after watching that show, like really made me want to like study abroad there. Like I'm like 99% sure that i mean if we're even allowed to like you know because of this whole pandemic shit but yeah if we're even allowed to like that's definitely like my top pick damn okay yeah what about you alvin like did, because of terrace house did you like like kind of like want to be more interested in japanese culture um i wouldn't say i'm more interested in japanese culture but i mean i guess i did kind of pick up a few japanese words while <laughs> watching it I, I and i know you like started to watch a lot of more anime movies now like like, what yeah. do you think about that? Like, I mean, I, for me, it's not really anything to do with the culture. It's just, I just, you know, I always, you know, kind of liked anime. Um, not as much as you guys, but, you know, it's just, I'm just getting a little more into it. It hasn't, I don't think for me, it has anything to do with wanting to explore Japanese culture. It's just, I'm just, just all of a sudden just getting like more into yeah. anime and, yeah. you know, Terrace House was fun too. So. Okay, so it's more on just like the actual content of the yeah, of the show, just the content, or the, or not the, the art. culture. I mean, Japanese okay. does content very; they do entertainment really well. They do. Very true. Very true. They have really good food too. I think. I think yeah. Yeah, Korea and J- Japan are very like neck and neck in a lot of different industries. Mm-hmm. I think they too. have the. I think they have the biggest like entertainment like culture 
thing you know what i mean like like what korea has like k-pop right japan japan has like um like animations anime like that kind of stuff i mean they even have their like, own pop culture too they have j-pop and stuff. J- j-pop yeah you know? they have I mean, even BT- with like that btz you know like fashion like too btz both of them are like leaders in fashion as well in I asia mean, especially vietnam yeah. is like also on the rise too vietnam i don't know i really yeah, like yeah. vietnam vietnamese food though i think food's like a big reason why i also like i like yeah. all asian food like like i know a lot of people who like korea just because of their food and not k-pop like oh very true like like uh what, what korean englishman yeah korean, like Namja. like if he's like a youtuber who he doesn't know like, much about k-pop which is weird when you think he about doesn't know a lot about k-pop but he knows a lot about their food and their culture and like, their history and stuff and like their that, history yeah. and he's fluent in korean too like would you yeah, consider him fluent cool. like he, no, yeah, fluent. I would say, dude, he's better than fucking definitely fluent. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was definitely fluent. If you can read, write, understand Korean, you are fluent. I don't think I don't like even. I I even consider all of us fluent in Korean. Like it, like because we can have, as long as I feel like you can have a basic like conversation with like another human being of that yeah. same culture, you are you are considered fluent in my. Opinion. I mean, That's as true. long as I'm not talking about any political issues or yeah. i'm not listening to the news in korean uh, mm-hmm. i'm fluent okay if so I'm for- listening to the news it's a different language mm-hmm. dude literally like for me if you were to plot me in the middle of korea right like in the middle of like anywhere in korea maybe for the first five minutes of me running into a korean person they'll believe i'm a native but then as they start talking with me and i don't understand a lot of the fucking vocab that they're using <laughs> like they're gonna be like oh dude this kid's a fucking yeah he's, he's one of the american boys yeah he's, yeah, he's one of the american yeah i mean I don't know why a lot of Korean people in Korea, like native Korean, especially like the older people, they don't really like like foreigners. They're they're, they're they don't really they, they don't really like like I remember I went uh to like uh, like um uh, what do they call like those like sh- the shops right like 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 the old shops they sell like tteokbokki and stuff like I don't know what to, how, what what do they call oh, like them? a food uh, cart kind of like vendors? a market like a market area right like, like, like the, yeah oh, like Shijang yeah Shijang yeah. like oh, it's like street food vendor. market basically yeah. yeah a lot of those people like really don't like foreigners like that like really I thought they, they love foreigners like no like I remember I went like a long like like when like when I first went when I used to live in Wisconsin I didn't know a lot of Korean then right so like it's I went there and like there's some words I don't understand and like. Bro, yeah, they get players. mad at you. They get mad, like Eric. Remember, like your your tissue incident. Uh, like, what happened there? All right, Alvin, do you want to you want to tell sure. it? Uh, I, I yeah, get you have to do you have to do like <laughs> the exact like impersonations as well. All right, Alvin, go. Okay, for so it. me and Eric, we went to a place in Korea called Namdaemun Sijang or like Namdaemun Market, and there's like a place where they're selling like dumplings or whatever. So we were just eating, and then across there was like another street vendor. That had like a napkin. Eric needed a napkin. He was literally freaking spilling his dumpling while walking <laughs> over to get his napkin. That shit was and juicy. He just takes it. And then the Korean, I don't even remember exactly what she said, but she started yelling at Eric saying like, oh, you don't even ask for a napkin. And then Eric just like, sorry. And he's like, and you're not even good at Korean. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Made me feel like absolute shit. I know. Dude, I didn't even think my Korean was bad, that bad. What the hell? Like, you don't realize how bad you you are at the language until you go to that country. What did you even say to her? (laughs) I just said, like, like, or something like that. And then I, um, I just asked for the napkin again. And then, um, yeah, she just, like, kept on shitting on me. Like, holy crap. But but you didn't initially ask for it? Yeah, I I didn't initially. I just took it. It was was literally just a random toilet paper roll on the side of the fucking, um, like, counter or whatever of the, of the, uh, of, like, the Uh, food vending place. And then I just took like one square and the lady got so fucking tight at me. <laughs> I guess they really value their freaking tissues. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I think I don't I, they get that. really mad. They get super mad when they don't eat like your store's food. So I remember uh, I went, there's like this really famous place in Korea where they sell um, like blood intense, blood intestine, like sundekuk, right? Yeah. And then like, as soon as you walk in that building, like, the building is like, let's say it's like one big room. There's eight stores in that one room and there's just seats everywhere, right? So like you go in and then there's eight grandmas that literally run up to you and they per- try persuading you to eat at their store. They're like, oh, no, yes. no, no, come here, come here, eat it, eat it at our store. We'll give you a lot. Oh, if you come here, we'll give you a free that's, soda. Oh, no, no, if you come here, like. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly the same that happens. Like the moment you get off on the station to go to Hangang, the Han River. Oh, and yes. you go up the stairs. 
that's literally when the swarm of Korean grandmas just come at you and with just give flyers. you flyers for yeah. like fried chicken or pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you come out with like 20 fucking flyers and, and you the recycle bin's literally right there. So they like, just see you throw it out. Like, and it's just so overwhelming. And then when you eat at someone else's store, like the other people, they just kind of stare at you and you're like, oh, what the fuck do I do now? You know, like, it's just like, they just like, don't like, they just want like it's scary it's just like korean grandmas korean ajumas they're really scary like they're, yep. they're so spooky they also like yeah like they shit on you in specifically in korea if you, you like look even remotely korean and you don't know how to speak the language mm-hmm. like, so they, yeah what were you gonna say yeah no, no, you can go so like tying back to you know you know our how it started you know we're talking about you know being bilingual and knowing more than one language so like what do you guys think are some, you know, can you think of some examples of, you know, maybe benefits besides, you know, having something to add on your resume to being bilingual? Well, definitely being bilingual helps when you're traveling. I think, I think, I think for me, like, let's say I went to Japan. I really want to go to Japan, like probably more than Korea right now. Right? Like okay. Japan's like the number one vacation spot I want to go to. If I go to Japan, I want to know how to ask for this, this, like this, like X, Y, Z, right? Like, right. I think. Like besides putting it on your resume, besides like, be all that cool. Like I feel like traveling, knowing that you're bilingual, like knowing that you you know the language is like really cool. Like I think one thing that I think is pretty beneficial to knowing a second language or more than one language is, let's say you're in like you know our town Plainview, where it's it's mostly white people. So if you go to like the store, and um. You know, you go to a store and someone's being a jackass or they're being an asshole or whatever, and you're with your mom or something, you could literally just shit on that person oh. in whatever language and yeah. they don't even know what the hell you're saying. Exactly. If anything, they'll probably think we're speaking Chinese. So, like, I don't know. I think that's a pretty cool uh, underlying benefit, too. For sure. Have, you can shit really talk everyone. <laughs> I, I remember. Really good yeah. what, what is it, Alan? You get to meet a Korean girlfriend. And Ooh. you currently with you one right now, love. right, Alvin? Very true. <laughs> How does that definitely find love? <laughs> I, I def, definitely like knowing a language definitely helps meeting new people. Like definitely for sure. Yeah, Connection wise. And not even that. I feel like what was I gonna say? Um what was I gonna say? Oh my god. Wait, that just flew right out of my head. All right, someone else like dude. Yeah, I as, remember as you, what as the hell just happened. We collect your thought, John. Can you think of any other benefits that we haven't mentioned to knowing a second language? Uh, honestly, you guys listed them all, so I don't really. I can't even speak my freaking Korean, so <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> even think you could definitely they're, understand they're, it pretty well. I can right? no, I can, I can, I can understand or like whenever someone's speaking to me, like I, I can pretty, I'm pretty sure I can understand like majority of what they say, but I can read it. No, I can't read or speak it. I just can oh. understand it. That's it. Okay. No, I can read it, but I can't write it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So can read it know. but you get okay that makes a lot of stuff i mean like yeah i know a lot of people with like the same like scenarios that they know how to understand know what they like they understand it they know how to speak it to like a bare minimum but they don't know how to read or write it like yeah that's like that's like with a lot of cases like I'm like like same people with- expect you to like let's say you look asian they expect you to speak some sort of asian language right yeah like, i mean that's the same case with god's um park Junyong or june park where um he can speak it fluently, but he actually can't read it. Like, oh, if you yeah. give him something, I can't, to I, read I can barely Korean, read He it. just can't read it. I think, yeah. I think that's kind of interesting. Where is he from America? He's born in Korea and then he moved to America for, I think, high school and college. And then he moved back to Korea. But mm. it's like, it's weird because when he came back to Korea, because he's been in America for so long, he wasn't the best at Korean anymore. So people kind of knew him as like that one dude in GOD who you know didn't really speak korean that well but i mean now obviously he speaks it pretty well because he's been here for like a really long time but he still can't read it that well i mean i think being bilingual in terms of like your your parents like mother country or whatever i think that's a different story because like as um i mean since we all are like asian and shit and all our parents, yeah, like immigrated here. It's like you're put on a different standard than like a lot of other people whose families have been here for like multiple generations. Yeah, I mean, that's <clears throat> essentially why kind of I feel like a lot of the native Koreans that moved to America, I feel like that's one thing that they kind of 
that kind of leaves a bad taste in their mouths is if let's say this one Korean lady is friends with another Korean lady and their, their Korean ladies, you know, son or daughter is obviously going to be Korean American if they're born here, but if they can't speak the language, then it kind of leaves a bad taste in their mouth. They're like, Oh, like this person's Korean and they can't even speak their own language. But like, it's kind of weird because I feel like for some reason, especially where we grew up, it seemed like every Chinese American we knew knew how to speak Chinese very fluently. But then when it came to Korean Americans, it's like most of the time they would say either they mm-hmm. can speak it a little bit or they just can't speak it at all, which I, I thought was pretty interesting, really? to be honest. I, I, Wait, did like, you go to Hangakyo? I went for first grade, I think, or that's second Korean grade. school, then, by the way. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Korean school, by the way. And I think I went for first and second grade. But after that, I just didn't really care about the Korean language at the time. So I just stopped. I just think the the Chinese American, like culture and the community like the what, what the community has provided for the chinese american community here is like a lot like bigger and more prevalent than the korean american community so like, i mean in in the northeast at least i mean like literally everyone that we went to school with like o- almost everyone like that was korean american like like we did, they did not know like a single bit about Korean culture, right? Yeah, and then and then like it was weird. Like in middle school, no one gave a shit about Korean culture. But as soon as like they got into high school, like like yeah, it's like some a sudden reason, shift. Yes, for yeah. some reason, everyone decided. Yeah, to, like, it's a shift. Like I don't know, if it's because of BTS or whatever, or like just like the rise <laughs> of K-pop. No, no I like, think it's it's similar to us in terms of we appreciate our culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't we think it's understand. Even, like, but like we always, it's not like we never like hated our culture it's not like we always denied it. like it's just like we just never like had like, an interest yeah i mean they, i don't think like, it was for them either though it's like they just really? didn't know the language very well yeah. but i think I, like I, even even as for me like i rejected that like the korean side of me like till i was in like probably seventh or eighth grade so yeah but like at least for us like we like made an effort to learn and like i definitely think we like we did we like basically started from like knowing nothing about korean culture to, like basically Knowing everything about Korean culture, I think. Uh, like, honestly, for me, I, I I'm still like I would say I'm pretty Americanized. Like I don't know if I could speak for Alvin and Glenn, but I think for Alvin Glenn and me, like we definitely like, like we really like Korean culture. So we took the time and like, you know, we put in like a bunch of hours watching Korean drama, sure. listening to Korean music, learning Korean, like. I definitely think like that helped a lot. Would you guys uh, like it, with that in mind though? Would you try to put that effort into learning like a completely foreign and different culture, or would you? Are, is it just Korean? <laughs> See, because like, that's part of your identity. I think you are. like for you, like let's say you know how you talked about how you know you're pretty interested in wanting to learn Japanese someday. I feel like if you want to learn a language and you want the time that you spend on a language to be efficient, first you need to have interest in that language and. It's not that I don't dislike any other language. It's just I don't really have an interest in any other language to the point where it would make me motivated to learn it. Because sure. at this point, if I were to force myself to learn, let's say Japanese, right? I'm not interested in learning Japanese. So the amount of time that I put into learning Japanese, it's just not very efficient at all. Because if I'm not interested in the language, and that could probably be for a lot of people too, you're not going to retain information if you don't really care sure. about it that much. And the only language I would say I was interested in was korean was because a big reason was because i kind of felt like i was a disgrace to my own family because i was korean american but i didn't know my language and i kind of didn't want to fit in with that stereotype that i believed in our area that all korean americans can't speak korean and i kind of really want to break that image so i just put a lot of time and effort into learning more vocabulary improving my grammar and stuff and i would say i'm at a point now where i'm definitely prouder of my ability than i was before that's true. Yeah, I mean, because it is like part of who you are. But yeah. for me, it's like the reason why I'm so infatuated with learning about like other cultures and other languages is I've always had this dream, right? So like we all grew up near New York City, right? And New York City is obviously super fucking diverse. Melting and pot, baby. Like pot. literally. So I would like whenever we walk down like literally Times Square, any street of New York, you would walk down and you would hear like five different languages spoken just by like people crossing the street or like right. people you walk past and my like dream or goal or this is obviously far-fetched um has always been to just walk down the street and understand every single word that every like person walking by me has said or going to like any part of the world and reading being able to read everything on there mm-hmm. like that wow that, that's like such like a i don't know it's such a cool thing to me and 
obviously i'm more obsessed with the end goal than the process but yeah. <laughs> right, i don't know right. I, I just think it's like pretty fucking it is cool. it's definitely cool I, i've always wondered like besides like our culture like the the white kids that went to our school what what, what is considered their culture like what did like we, we, they go home and like what do they like like what is their culture like what i mean are they, i mean like people are different like they could some people have like a i mean we grew up around a lot of jewish people and a lot of italian people right in terms of the white people in our area so like they, they probably have their own jewish customs their own italian mm-hmm. customs culture stuff like that so i don't think it's much different from yeah. ours but obviously like they've been here for more generations than us so they have a more, true. like american exactly like stuff. i mean yeah because i mean if you think about it all of our parents here are first generation immigrants while the kids around us their parents are american like they're american born right like they can speak the language were, fluently yeah you know, exactly yeah so their parents are american so it's definitely a little bit more different but i mean obviously the culture will be passed down to us a lot more than you know american parents would because i mean they've literally are produced from that exact culture and it's just a difference in location so definitely culture was more pressed onto us than you know those kids were but i think as like like un- unless we move to completely to a different country it's going to be the same with us too like i literally you would see on the west coast specifically in california and you would see like 80 year old japanese like men and women and they'd be like they speak they'd be speaking english like us and to me like thinking of a Korean oh. American person, right? That old speaking that fluent of English. I know exactly how you completely feel. Completely alien to me. Like I, I cannot even exactly fathom that you idea. Feel. You know, I actually didn't know up until recently that George Takei, he could he was like American. Like I actually thought he was from Japan. I didn't know oh, he, was he was born in America. Wait, why does he have such an like a thick accent? Yes. Yeah, see that that's the thing. Like I is thought, it just like that for movie roles. Yeah, or? in his like shows or whatever, and his um and his roles that like, he was in, I'm guessing he acted as like a native Japanese person. But I didn't know until recently that George Takei is actually an American person. Dang. Like, so he was just acting English that whole time. Well. Yeah, I know. I, I was really surprised. I didn't know that until what? recently. I what know, the right? fuck? I mean, no speak, way. Speaking of moving, like, would you guys like move to like Korea? Let's say, like, let's say you had move. like kids. Would you move and like live with your kids in Korea? Yes. It would depend. You would, Alvin. Why? Yeah. Why? Why would you move? Well, I always thought, you know, for me, I wasn't always good at Korean, but you know, I would definitely. <laughs> Don't mind that. Um. Anyways, I wasn't always good at Korean, but um, I kind of had to, you know, I had to do a lot in order to get to where I am now with Korean. And it's, it's for other people, I was always jealous of those kids where, you know, they were born in Korea and they lived there till they're like four years old and then they came to America. So, and so they're American citizens and they speak English like us, but they're also really good at Korean. I was always jealous of those kids. But also, so, it, it's aren't literally, you really good at Korean? It's anyways? the same with us though, because like our parents don't know any English. So whenever we're inside of the house, we would always be speaking Korean, even like outside. Because like at that point, you don't really establish any friends outside of your family. And so like even I, I feel like it'd be the same experience now because I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I went to ESL in elementary school, which is like English second language. We were all going to ESL because they thought we were bad. They at English, thought we were bad looks. I mean, I was in ESL because I moved here from Korea. So that's, that's I why I was placed in ESL. No, I, I like, was put in ESL because I failed the, the entrance exam. In <laughs> that's why like, I was put in there. Failed the test? Yeah. I like think, I, I think I did really bad too. I also really? had, I I also had dual citizenship at the time. So that's, uh, I think yeah, that's why. Too. Wait, so Alvin, you would... I, I, okay, like for me, I do, like, I do like Korean culture, but I don't like their culture based around the students so would you you would be able you would risk like your no, no, connection no. and relationship with your kids for that i know what you're saying so i know like high school life is absolute dog shit not even korea. high school like every just like school okay? yeah just school life but yeah i think i think in korea like elementary and like early middle school is okay like i think it's bearable so i want to make sure my kid can speak korean right and Obviously, going making my kid come to and then like oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I, it sounds really unrealistic, but <laughs> the, my ideal is I somehow settle in Korea for a little bit, 
have raised my kids there for a little bit and then come to America. Uh, and then, so provide for your kid what you've always wanted. Yeah. So I want them to be good at both languages. And since languages are a lot easier to pick up when you're younger, even though them moving, you know, to a completely different country, it's going to be shit. They're going to lose all their friends. I feel like it will be better for them in the future. I mean, think so- about this, though. Once you introduce them to America and you bring them into an American school with American culture, they're not going to be the same Korean kid anymore. Yeah. They're going to be American kids. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they're going to exactly. be like, they're gonna, like, so let's say really not a point. The, it's going to be the same thing with my case, like seeing like, like the white kids wear like Jordans and playing basketball all the time. Yeah. What if like, I want to like throw in my Korean culture just so I can play basketball. Like, like you, your, 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 your son comes home one day and he's like, dad, I don't like these shoes. Can I have some Jordans? And like, can you, can I ask some like Jordans? Can I ask some like Nike elite socks? Like, what would you do? Like, let's say like, this is, I know this is your dream, but like, let's say your wife and your kids want to stay in Korea. Also, I think Jordans are pretty cool everywhere. So I mean, I I love Jordans too. So yeah. I mean like, what what would you do? I just love people named Jordan. Go on. (laughs) What would you do? What would you do? Like, would you be able, like, would you like completely just like disregard what they want and just be like, no, we're doing this. No, I mean, if they want, if my kids and my wife want to stay in Korea, then I guess we're staying in Korea. See, but, um, but like the thing is, is, I think my, I just feel like super unrealistic. I know. I just want. feel like, um, I don't know. Like, I know all of us have talked about, you know, living in Korea at some point. But to be completely honest, if I, you know, obviously situations could be different by that time, but I don't really see myself living in Korea for the rest of my life because obviously Korea, a country is really nice if you're going as a tourist or if you're going as, you know, for a vacation. But if you were to actually live in that country, then you would have a completely different image. Like we all think Korea is some super fun place, which I'm not saying it's not. Korea is fucking fun as hell. There's always fucking things to do. Sandwiches are like a fucking dollar. It's amazing. (laughs) But but the thing is is so bomb. We think we stayed in hotels. They're fucking, they're going to be nice in Korea, especially if we were, okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't have that luxury, bro. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have but, that luxury. Like, obviously, if you go as a vacation, we're there to have fun. But if we were to move as Korean Americans, you know, we have to go through this whole legal process, all these mm-hmm. documents. We don't know what the hell they're going to say. Like, it's scary. And you have to work. To Korea. Exactly. And yeah, you would have to work in Korea and finding a job anywhere right now is probably not that easy so especially in a country where you know we don't speak that language you know that fluently it's definitely going to be hard and i don't really see myself going there for any other reason besides vacation as of right now i agree and also like if you look through the lens of your parents escaping poverty from like <laughs> like from yeah. Korea, right? Which at the time, like I mean, our parents left like in the late '90s, early 2000s. So I don't think like it was like super economically unstable in Korea back then, right? Like either way, you're everyone goes to America to better them, better their lives, right? The American like to, dream, yeah, the American dream, obviously. And so like you go here, they try to raise their family, literally like. They moved here essentially for us and our upbringing and to have the life right. they ever did in such a poor country and like to just throw that all away and go back. I mean, obviously, Korea is in a better shape than when they left, but it's still not the powerhouse America is, in my opinion. Right. I mean, this, I, I, that's yeah. objective. <laughs> that's objectively true, I think. I that's true because like I mean what's Korea good for technology and like tourism like vacation. Plus, right? it's not like you're gonna lose your sense of Korea. Like you know, it's not like you're gonna lose. Like your sense of like being Korean when you live here and just like opposed to there because yeah there are obviously a lot of Korean people here as well. I mean yeah, that's I mean, that also depends on the kid too. Like yeah, like, it, like, I, who you have exactly. I think it's mostly up to the kid. You know, I mean, you can try to force your culture on your kids as much as you want, but if they don't care, it's not going to happen. It's yeah, mostly up to the kid. I mean, the reason why we are all pretty cultured is because we want it to be a culture. Mm-hmm. If we stay the same with the same mindset that we did coming from elementary school and middle school we would probably, you know, we wouldn't even know what the hell, how to say hello in Korean. Like, it, it, it's just up to us, you know, and we want it to be cultured. And I know for me, I want it to be cultured. So I put in the time to learn it and stuff like that. So that's I what... think what's so bad about the Korean American community is that like, if you don't, if you don't immerse yourself into the culture, you're so shunned for it, which I, mm. I, I think is honestly really unhealthy. And it's pretty like regressive in terms of just bettering right. the community like, as a that's whole. a good point though that's it's, a good point. it's, it's yeah. funny because like like the like our parents like the people that are our parents age they immigrated they like they came from korea right 
So they know Korean. Like they were, they already knew Korean and they came here, but they don't know English, right? But then they shun us for not knowing Korean when they're the one who put us here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's so hypocritical. It's, it's so <laughs> hypocritical if you think about it. So like I work in the cafe, right? In the H Mart. Uh, that's like a Korean supermarket. Like an Asian, I, I mean, like every Asians go there. Like everyone goes there, right? But it's mostly Asians. Like I have this coworker, right? He doesn't know Korean that well. Who? But uh I'm just gonna let's call him let's call him David, all right? Let's call David? him David. Okay. Yeah. Shout out David. David. He doesn't know Korean that well, right? So, but he knows like the bare minimum. He knows how to say hello, like how are you doing? Like, oh, do you want coffee? Like that, right? Like, it's okay. Like it's it it works. It's fine. Like there's no need to like, like there's no need to shun him for it. Like I remember there was this customer who came, and she's like, like you're Korean, but you don't know the like language. But then, like, so he was speaking to her in English. Then, the woman doesn't know fucking English at all. Like it's just broken English. So like, like how how does it make sense for you to come here not know any English, but you putting us here, and expect us to know Korean? You know what I mean? I mean maybe. It might be like time and place, you know. He's working in a in a Korean supermarket. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. In yeah, that I sense, mean, you'd be expected I, to know I mean, the language. But I, I guess they think they expect their parents to know that their parents they expect like our parents to teach us Korean. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they expect that out of everyone. But but like once we have kids, like our gen, like our kids' generation, I feel like that's not gonna happen anymore. Like yeah, I feel like I, the shunning, that's, like that's yeah. never gonna happen. I, I feel like the like. Like, if they want to learn Korean culture, it's up to them. Like, it's not like... I want my kids to learn Korean, obviously. You know what I mean? But forcing Korean culture on them, like, that's not what I'm going to do. But I'll definitely, like, like make them know the language. Yeah, it's like but, forcing your kid to learn piano. Like, if you mm-hmm. straight up just, like, introduce them to Mozart and fucking Chopin or whatever, they're not going to fucking want to do that. You have to, like, make it fun for them. So, yeah. like, like, if you like, want your kid to be more, let's say, like, culturally aware of their heritage then like you have to make it fun instead of just like forcing it upon bashing it into their heads yeah if you're gonna leave leave tears on the 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 music book then it's not fun (laughs) yeah exactly dude we all i think most of us right were forced to play an instrument or something when you were young some kind of instrument yeah all of us hated it that's why i quit oh my god i could like i kind of regret that now though i wish i stuck with piano like fuck i think piano is so cool in my opinion i don't know (laughs) The biggest reason why I quit piano, like looking like in hindsight, it probably would have been cool to know how to play piano. But I mean, during the time, it definitely wasn't fun. I mean, literally after every lesson, I was left in tears every single time. My instructor always told me to go to the bathroom and wash my face. Like it, it just wasn't very fun. So I was like, no, I had I pretty emotionally abuse abusing uh, piano teachers as well. I remember this one time so like uh i was in the piano class and we first started off like so they gave us a big paper big sheet of paper right and the sheet of paper was like the exact same picture it was on a piano right and we wrote the we wrote the letters and we put our hands on there and one time like like i i didn't know what the, I, I didn't know how to read notes right so i remember like i was like trying to like figure out what the fuck to do and there was like a group of like it was like a class of like 10, let's say, right? Like this, my piano teacher like literally calls me like, Ryan, you got to put your hands in the right position. And I was like, what the fuck are they? I don't know. Ryan. They look the fucking same. They're white and black. They're right next to each other. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Like get your ass over here and t- help me. And she's just intelligent swine. Seriously. And I, I like, I guess Wait. so. Like every, every other fucking kid knew how to do it. And apparently this class was like for beginners. So I don't know how these fucking kids like knew how, where to put their hands and shit. And I remember I, I started fucking crying. I went home and I, I told my mom and my dad, I'm like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Wait, was That's it a Korean I, piano teacher or an Asian <laughs> piano teacher? It was a white. Wait, really? white oh, was she, was she Russian? Was she Russian? I don't know. I, she was just white. I, I, it was like John. A, I'm kind yeah. of curious as to what your like instrument experience was like. Did you were you forced to play piano when you were younger? I was I was actually forced to play violin because all um my two other brothers played violin as well, and I don't know just like any typical Asian parent would force their kid to like learn like an instrument just for like the future or like just to hopefully or pray for like their kids to be like a prodigy, mm-hmm. but after the second week so it was once a week and the second week i started to cry to the point where my mom i i had to get picked up it was a block away my uh the violin teacher and she had to pick me up like halfway through the lesson because i was crying my balls off 
<laughs> I couldn't I couldn't understand jack shit. I couldn't hold the fucking the strings properly down. So and it hurt too. So like I don't know why. Like it was like it, it didn't hurt, but like it was super hard for me to like con con uh continue to like hold it down and like have a clean sound, I guess. So like I was crying and she had to pick me up and she hunted me obviously or like like disciplined me. you. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, she didn't she didn't force me to do anything else because I was so bad at everything else. Well, I think for a band it was different. Like we all did band, right? So yeah. like I it's because my parents didn't give a shit about the saxophone. Like like what kind of parent <laughs> wants to like make you what parent want like forces your kid to play the saxophone? So they didn't really care. They're like do whatever the fuck you want, right? So like I feel like for the saxophone, it was a kind of fun. I, I like playing a saxophone. Dude, the saxophone's sick. You know that um oh, what's that Kanye song? In the new album, but there was like the the saxophone. Nah, the cool I, saxophone I hate part. his new album, in my opinion. Oh really? Like okay, I don't know. This like the band was different. Oh, Kenny G is fun. Like band was fun for me. Like I, I the band teacher, like he was, I he was amazing. I remember I used to play basketball in his room every day. Like he had a basketball hoop, and I used to play that every day. I pissed like, him who? off every day. Oh, Mr. G or whatever. Mr. I forgot Mr. his name. Mr. Gold. No, yeah, Mr. G. Mr. G. Mr. G. Wait, what <laughs> you was know his last name? I forgot. Uh, but like he was like know. Italian or something. Yeah, he was Italian. Yeah, yeah. Didn't that, didn't one of our band teachers pass away? Was it him? No, no, it was our social studies, Mr. Guesswick. Uh, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. No, he's still there. He's still there. No, Mr. Guesswick. Yeah, he's still uh, there. No, it was Mr. Getty. It, 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 it was it was Mr. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, I heard he was like a really good guy, and I, he passed. Like, he was like the assistant. I, the, he after Mr. G, the 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 so, fun one retired. Mr. He yeah. took over, and he passed away. I think you no, know, it was fifth and sixth grade. We got Mr. G number one, and then seventh and eighth grade, we got Mr. G. No, no seventh grade, we got Mr. G number two, and then eighth grade was Mrs. B. That's when like a new teacher came what in. The because, fuck is that? What the yeah. fuck? And then, um, yeah, and then, um, I remember from Mr. G number one, I kind of kind of left a sour <laughs> taste in the mouth every single rehearsal. Um, every single day in rehearsal, and I think sixth grade. It's like I would always just, you know, fuck around with like Eric and John and Alvin, like all of our band friends. And then literally I would just be like, I was just the dumbest kid in middle school. And he'd always be like, Glenn, five minutes out. I remember I, that. I had to go to his he office always, yeah, every single day. That five minutes, Nick. 15 minutes, whatever. It was. I remember I always that. wasn't there. I remember that. Like, so like we had like what there was like 60 kids in band in rehearsal. I remember one time Nick was like fucking doing some stupid shit like he always does, Nick. And he like yeah. yell, he yelled in the front of the whole rehearsal. He's like, Nick, like he was. I swear Nick was crying, man. Like I <laughs> yeah. love you, Nick, but that show was the funniest. He has so, so many band funny. stories. Yeah. Nick. That, that could be a, so uh, an episode funny. on its own. <laughs> Seriously like, though, like, yeah, band was band was something else. It was hella competitive though, band. I think for me, no, like, we saxophone. sucked, bro. We were terrible. We, we were terrible. <laughs> yeah, we were so bad. I, remember, I played the trumpet like it was yo, a saxophone. I was second chair, bitches. I don't know about like, you guys, but in, I was pretty good. In saxophone. We had okay. There was like this Japanese like um uh international student, right? She was a like, god at the saxophone oh for some reason. Gosh. Like I don't know why she was so good at the saxophone. Like I I've never seen like someone that good at the saxophone in that grade. She was talking about G. Oh right? uh, yeah, G. Let's yeah, go. G. Yeah. And then there was this fuck, I hate this fucking kid. There was this kid, right? Let's call let's call him Z. Let's call him Z. All right, <laughs> Z. <laughs> this fucking kid <laughs> and I were competing for second chair all the fucking time. Like we would try like we would try like. Oh my god, I hated this fucking kid. Like, he would always try sucking Mr. Jesus' dick, man. Like, he wait, like, the kid oh. who broke my leg? No, it was a different kid. Fuck, no, that G, no, no, no that kid's a retard. I hate that kid. But Z, this kid was sucking Mr. Hey, Jesus' dick. Hey, you're not off. allowed like, to use the R word anymore. Oh, my bad. I'm just saying, he hey. was just sucking his dick, though. Like, I, I don't know. He was saying, like, oh, Mr. G, like, Am I doing this correctly? Like, I don't know. Like, Mr. G, can you please check if this is correct? Like, I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up, man. Like, <laughs> and then this kid's still second chair, but whatever. I mean, and the kid that broke hey, your what leg. What was the order for the trumpet section? It was. I know I was definitely either the middle or last. No, Glenn was last always. I was, I was dead last. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was towards the beginning. You didn't really I mean, have to say I know, I know Eric always hit the high notes. Every single time, like when you had to pucker your lips up. Like, he always hit the high notes. That's like that he was always, always sweating his balls off at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty clean, though. Come on. Oh, that was fun, though. That was a lot of fun. I, yeah, I, it was. I don't know. I, I remember there I mean, Who was the kid with the flute? And we all made fun of him. He was a guy. Was a kid that did yeah, there was oh, a guy with a flute, oh, and we oh. all made fun of him. 
Who? Uh, who? I don't know. I forgot who he was, but there was a guy. Dude, the but... flute is sick nowadays. Like to actually think. Yeah. That. We're in middle school. We were so stupid. Sick. Wait, I'm trying to remember who was the one that did flute. I don't, yeah, remember. I don't remember. But either. middle school was fun though. I don't know. I think the middle school is the best school year. Period. It's. it's I just. It's because I just didn't care to be honest. <laughs> like, seriously. Oh my god. I like, still remember a relief. I don't know why I'll always remember this, but I was walking out of my class to go to the bathroom and like. You always tried to spend the most amount of time you could in the bathroom. And I saw Eric in the hallway as I was going to the bathroom. And like I, I didn't even mention anything about a test or anything. And I was like, yo, what's up, Eric? He's like, yo, what's up, dude? And literally five seconds, he's like, yo, by the way. Like he was like talking to me like it's like a secret. He's like, yo, by the way, I spent 50 on a math test. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I think the biggest thing I remember in middle school is when I got just when I got detention for the first time. I remember um, I had this teacher. I hated this fucking teacher. She's a piece of. I think you talked about this last episode, I, dude. When I got detention, no, no, no not the story of why I got detention, but I, I talked okay. about the teacher. All right, but like this teacher was a piece of shit, man. Like I remember this was a science fair project week. We were we decided to present our science fair project to our homeroom, and it was one of our friends' turn to present, right? Like. Um, and then he was presenting, but they were doing construction upstairs. And there was like this loud, like sound, right? Like, like, like there were like drills and shit. So the immature fucking kid I am, I thought it was funny. So like in the middle, like while he was presenting, I'm like, yo, like whatever his fucking name is, right? I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, what or whatever fuck? his name I'm is. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that sound? Why are you farting? Right. And then, and then the teacher was like, Ryan. Get out of the class now. Right, right. You got detention like, for that? What? And I'm like, every everyone was laughing. It, it was it was like it was funny. Like I thought it was funny. Like the kid who was presenting was laughing. Everyone in the class was laughing. This teacher's a piece of shit, man. Like she sent me out of the class. Yo, whatever oh. your name is, why are you farting? <laughs> and then I fucking like go to the office. And then like she's like, go to the office. And I'm like, if I go to the office, I'm gonna go in trouble. So I hide in the bathroom for the whole class. Like, oh, you, you I, didn't go. I was hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't go to the office because I got scared. So I was hiding in the bathroom. And then over to the loudspeaker, they were like, I mean, not, they, they, I guess I guess the teacher called the officers. Like, is like, is Ryan there? And they're like, who the fuck is Ryan? No. Are you talking about Ryan Lee? They were, they were looking for me, right? And I'm like, oh shit! Like, I, I think they're looking for me. Like, I think like they sent one of the kids to find me in the bathroom. So Did I they sent the hall monitor. <laughs> I think so. So the, they're they're like, all right, Ryan, you need to get the fuck out. And I'm like, oh okay. And then I like I like begged the teacher to not call my parents because like that teacher always called my parents to tell her I didn't do homework, and my parents would fucking beat me, man. Was that Mrs. Um, a? This is Mrs. A. Yeah. Mrs. A. So Mrs. I, I literally a. like I literally like I remember I I, I did this like I was like. Like I did the career, like rubbing your hands. And she's like, okay, I'm not calling your parents. You're gonna get detention though. And what you have to do is you have to write a two-page essay on why you're sorry. And I'm like, bitch, I don't fucking know. I just said, why are you farting? Like oh my god. That was like I, I remember that. And I remember one time, Mr. G, our social studies teacher, he hated me, right? And Ian, my friend Ian and I were like sending notes back and forth to each other because we were like sitting like across from each other. And there was this hot girl in our class, right? So we were like, we were like um, sending letters back and forth about the about the girl. And then the teacher was like, "Why are you guys sending notes? Let me see the note." And the note was really inappropriate, man. It was super inappropriate. It's like. It's like, it's like, you know, I want to fuck this girl so bad. And the teacher was like, and the teacher oh was like, let God. me see the note. Right. And I'm like, bro, I can't. So I fucking <laughs> ate the note in front of the whole class. I fucking ate it. No I way you actually did that. I'm serious. Ask Ian, bro. What? I literally ate the freaking note and Ian and I looked at each other like, <laughs> and the teacher was like, all right, this is very immature. And he's just screaming nonstop. And then like, I thought it was a that was the middle school Wait, was a grade, blast. What grade was that? This was sixth grade. Sixth grade. I I think most of your like stupid shit happened in sixth grade. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, you remember God. Mr. P, our social studies uh, teacher? Yeah, I love that or, dude. Some year. Wait, was it eighth grade? It was eighth grade, right? Uh, I think it was seventh. You remember that map quiz wrong, we took? Yeah, the first one. <laughs> you, yeah. you, get like a, you got a six. I remember. <laughs> Out of a hundred, it was so funny. It was so, and I was. This unfazed. dude got a six. When I when I got my test result back, I was unfazed. Like I was like, like I knew I was gonna get that. 
<laughs> Dude, so did you get an ass whooping back home or something? Yeah, no, I, my parent, my my parents gave up on me. <laughs> At that time, my, my parents gave up on me. I like, Jeez, it, bro. It, didn't, it didn't matter. Oh what were like one of the biggest shit that happened in middle school that was like crazy? The when sign, when the sign, the fucking no, sign. Yeah, that, that end when <laughs> that end when somebody <laughs> when, <laughs> when somebody when, when somebody. <laughs> When, 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 okay okay when when somebody rubbed when somebody rubbed shit all the wall, walls in the bathroom and they had to close down the bathroom for like two weeks yeah. because of that the boys bathroom in the <laughs> yes you could not go to that bathroom for a whole fucking month because somebody rubbed shit on the walls I, oh I, my god like, still to this day if you walk down the hall you can probably still smell shit there's no way oh, to they had to oh, close that bro, fucking bathroom bro. down for a month man to clean oh, fucking yeah. shit oh off the god. wall <laughs> that was so I funny one of the kids um that we were i think we were friends with them at the time like we had like these signs. Remember those signs? Like friendship, leadership, companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. We and every hallway was named. Oh, you guys, you gotta go to the Passion Street like or whatever. Friendship Alley or yeah, like, like friend, leadership like, what, lane. Avenue, like whatever the bullshit, right? One of our friends, uh, it was after after school, and you know, I remember after school Friday they always played this dumbass song. What was the song they always played? Fucking um. Every Friday it was um um um. What was it called? Um. Best day of my life by American authors. Best day authors. of my life, right? So like <laughs> every single time, every Friday in our in our in our middle school, they played that song that. for some reason. I don't know why. It wasn't like suicide awareness week, and they wanted us to have like a good day or something. Like they, every it was just like tradition say, for some it reason. Gotta be a good night, like whatever that song is, right? And then, <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of song is that? <laughs> it's the Friday it's the song. And one of our friends, like the, the sign was made of glass and it was just hanging, right? He decides to fucking smack it. It falls and shatters all over the floor. I remember oh, that. My fucking and I was right behind him too. And I was like, he was bleeding he, too. And, and they blamed me. Oh yeah, I, I, I was that. a tall one and I was there. So like, hey, you come over here. And we're like, I'm like, y'all, it wasn't me. And, <laughs> and then my and the friend, like, our friend was like, oh, it was, it was me. And it, that shit was a fucking like huge deal. I was funny. Yeah, but I remember middle school. We had some like crazy shit in middle school, man. Like, but that could be an episode on its own. I yeah. think we should conclude it here, guys. <clears throat> yeah, All right, that was fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Zoomer podcast. We'll be back next week. If you guys have any questions or topic ideas we should discuss, email us at podcastzoomer at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and send us a DM yeah. there. Thank you guys. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.